0: If you want to stand, that's okay. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you. (coughs) Thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you for the blessing of the cross. And thank you for your great sacrifice. Uh, Lord, as we gather here today, uh, we pray that the words that you prepared for us to hear uh, would just be pleasing in your sight, our Lord, our rock, and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. So today is not Easter where we as a community of believers gather together to celebrate the resurrection that I just prayed about, to to celebrate God's return. Uh, It's not about Good Friday where we thank Jesus for going to the cross for us, for that sacrifice where he poured out his blood for us. It's not about Christmas where we gather to say, Lord, thank you for taking on human flesh and, and the little bitty baby Jesus. It's not even about Pentecost, the church holiday that we have where we celebrate the gift of faith that God has worked in our hearts. Today, we gather here to talk about material things, physical things, those kind of blessings. Yeah, yes, our spiritual blessings, but today really isn't even a religious holiday. It's an American tradition that we've got. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for our nation that says it is it is okay for us to pause and give thanks to our, our Lord. At least that's what we as a nation of Christians do on a day like today. But I'm also reminded of those that are some of my friends that have served in the armed forces or continuing to serve now and they're outside the borders of our, our country. And you get to a day like today where we're celebrating and, and for them and the rest of the world... It's just Thursday, November 28th. It's not a big deal to the rest of the world. But here we are, we've taken some time to just pause and and to give thanks to our Lord. I was grateful that Pastor uh, talked about, uh, kind of in his interlude uh, to the reading from Deuteronomy, the blessings of the land that we live in. God wrote down uh, through Moses He, he talked to the Israelites he says you're going into the promised land and you're going to have all these abundant blessings a land flowing with milk and honey we the United States were not the promised land but man isn't this a great place to live all right if this is not a great place to live why are you all here I mean, seriously, this is a great place to be a part of. And there was nothing in and of ourselves that said we get to be here. God chose to bless us with the opportunity to live in this great country. He chose us to be here, not out of our own merits. He just simply just poured out a blessing to us. We're not any more special than anyone else. All right? Now, do do you have blessings that deep down inside you're a little guilty, you feel a little guilty for? I'm the only one? <laughs> all right, well, fine. Um, so don't feel guilty for your blessings today. Today is all about us just taking that guilt and saying, Lord, thank you for, thank you, just a heart of gratitude. It's the disciple. excuse me, it's the, the story that we hear over and over in, in the gospel lesson on this celebration, Thanksgiving celebration, where there's there are 10 men that were ostracized from their community because of leprosy. And they had a number of blessings, yet they were taken away and they were kicked out because they were technically unclean in the eyes of their society. And then what Jesus does is he sees these ten men, as he has compassion on them and and he heals them, and they all run back to their families. They're like, yes, this is great. And then one guy realizes, wait a minute, he just did something. And so he goes back and says, thank you. Now, Jesus didn't take away the blessings of those other nine that didn't come back and say thank you. But we want to be like the one that says, you know what, Lord, you've poured out your gifts on us. And, and we want to just take some time and say thank you. So if you've received the blessing of being able to be married for 68 years, awesome. Just just give God thanks for that. If you get to get home from work and you get to scoop up your little girl because she says, Dada, I hold you. And you just get to give her a big hug. That's a blessing. If you get to look around at the people with you in your pew today and you realize, you know, some of you are back from college or, or some we haven't seen in, in a long time. And it's just great to be here with you. We can say, we can say thanks and we don't need to feel guilty about that. We as, as Lutheran Christians, we, we do guilt good. But one of, our, one of our teachings that I am so grateful for is the fact that we are saved by grace. There's, there's nothing that we can do uh, to earn God's love. And, and that's something that we can be thankful for. But in that same set of scriptures where, where it says we are saved by grace through faith, God also reminds us. He says we are his workmanship. We're created in Christ Jesus For good works that have been prepared before we even took a first breath here. Another area in scripture. It's often used to talk in in terms of bringing your tithe to church. But I'm going to use it in a slightly different way today. Malachi chapter 3. It says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room for room enough to store it. St. Lawrence, especially if you are a member here in this congregation, the floodgates have been opened. I hope you realize that. We have had blessing of 174 years, almost 175 years of being able to do ministry that God has prepared for us to do. He's opened the floodgates. And just, just, just to give you an example of how this has been going on, even just in this year alone, We've had 150 or so people that decided they wanted to make this their church home. Now, 54 of them were, were little ones that their families brought to, to be baptized, but they're still considered to be a part of this faith community. They're still members, 150 or so. Just think about that. There are about 6,000 or more, maybe a little bit more congregations in the LCMS, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. 3,000 of those congregations have 133 or less people in them. And in one year, we had 150 or so say they wanted to be a member here. Why? Frankenmuth? Right here in Michigan? What's going on? What do we have that's so special? Just God pouring out his blessing. It's just a great thing. We, in this congregation, we are still... Of all 6,000 congregations, we are number five in terms of the numbers of people that we have that are members. Wow! That's huge. End of October, we launched and, and dedicated the, the, the new Worship and Events Center. There were a 1,000 people at that dedication. But you want know, I know what my favorite time was so far in that month that we've been over there? was last Sunday when a member of our church who has not been able to be here in worship... Got to worship with his family over there. And he comes out, cane in hand, and he says, Pastor, that was exciting. You see, God's doing stuff there. God's doing stuff here. And it's just this great thing. Vicar Schaefer, he said, hey, in an announcement that he read, wrote in a a bulletin article a couple of weeks ago, just want to bring your attention to this Hands of Friendship ministry that goes out to new folks in the community, people that move in, and welcomes them we've made our thousandth visit so a thousand homes have been visited where someone from this community this congregation has said hey it's we're glad that you're here and these are some of the things that are happening and if you're looking for a church home, maybe come and consider us thank you lord for that just thank you for those blessings now those are big things But I want to just pause and and just just talk a little bit about the things that have really just, just touched my heart as I've heard you talking about you doing life together as a fellow believer in Christ. It's the wife that has been at the bedside of her husband in the hospital for weeks on end that comes home and on the front porch is a container of soup so that she can have a meal because she hasn't had time to cook anything for herself. Someone using their gifts to impact the life of another. It was a woman who came and talked to me after a funeral that we had just a couple of weeks ago and said, Pastor, um, I lost my loved one a little over a year ago, and she was talking about her mom, and uh, this is the first time that I've had a message of hope and I've felt peace. Thank you, Lord, for that. Or after Easter, uh, Pastor Adam shared with us on the pastoral team, hey guys, i got to share this with you. He says, um, we had a, a young lady from China reach out that said, hey, thank you for your Easter service because me and two of my friends were able to watch church with you in my apartment. So they were worshiping with us in China. Whoa. Or the grandparents' day that we had just a little while back where there was One little one whose grandpa or grandma wasn't able to be there and one prominent member of our community and his wife recognized that they were there alone. So grandma stayed with her grandchildren and this guy got up and said, I'm going to be your grandpa today and got to do all the crafts and all the cool things. And it's just one person recognizing they have the gift of just being able to be present and just show that they matter. How cool is that? You see, it doesn't matter how big we are or how small we are or what God has blessed us with. He's given us these gifts to make a difference in the lives of other people. It is just a huge thing. He says, test me in this. If I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven, pour out so much blessing that there's not going to be enough room for you to store it. He says, use your gifts, your time, your talent, and your treasures. And dream and dream big. And can you imagine what we can do together to make a difference in this world? We get to start imagining what's really possible with our Lord. And think about all the lives that we have an opportunity to touch. We live in a tremendous nation. We get to worship the most amazing God that thinks of everything, that is, is walking with us every step of the way. And I know some of you this day is a struggle because you're not necessarily seeing blessing, you're seeing heartache. But your loved one that died in the faith is standing in the presence of Jesus right now, celebrating with Him. And so that can give us some peace and some hope. But what can we do with this hope of the resurrection? What can we do with the hope that God has given us, these gifts? Well, he just lays it out for us in scripture. And this is how it goes. He says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ. If any comfort from his love. If any common sharing in the spirit. If any tenderness and compassion. Then make my joy complete by being like-minded. Having the same love. Being one in spirit and one of mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. But rather in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as man, he humbled himself by being obedient to death, even death on a cross. And therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess and acknowledge that Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's our call. And that's my message. If you want just one takeaway point is we get to have a heart of thankfulness. And maybe today as you're sharing uh, what you're thankful for, maybe if you have an opportunity to say, hell, and by the way, this is how someone's life was impacted by a gift that God gave me. Just thank you, Lord, for even being able to do that. Amen? Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and lives in Christ Jesus. Amen.